1: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91. Introducing the awesome Apco Jaffel. Cook fresh the classic Aussie
2: way on a hot Jaffel iron, piping hot and golden brown. Now toasting at your local Apco cafe 24-7. We've
1: got you. Listening to the best of Vossi.
3: Yeah, summer breakfast. Oh, I mean winter breakfast with Jimmy Smith and Katie Brown. Just dreaming of that summertime. Yeah. Dreaming of that summertime. Thanks for having um, us. We've had so much fun. We're into our final hour already on day one. And uh, we've been asking people, well, we were sort of having the discussion after somebody text in saying Tarek was the best forward mm. in both games. And I thought, oh, I reckon Junior Paulo. Paramat says Blues best forward Junior Paulo. And we've also had uh, Ricky Borkham Hills say best forward in both state of origin games. Daniel Saifidi, most meters by any New South Wales forward in both games. I reckon the two gents that we've got coming up for the final hour could probably weigh in on this.
4: (laughs) Pretty well placed to make comment on that. Yeah, I would have thought. 1-300-01-1170. if you want to make comment on that. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. It's a record breaking loss for Queensland up there at Suncorp Stadium well done to New South Wales, they've won the series 2-0 we're, we're happy to talk about any and all sports at the moment but we're very state of origin heavy this morning and why not with uh, our two special guests Maddie Johns and Cameron Smith, two men have been there, done that and they're on the line morning boys good, good morning, morning guys, G- how are you going? Katie?
3: <laughs> hello <laughs> uh, how are you
2: going?
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey we're well Matty um, we better ask first up Cam how are you? No, not good, guys. Um, yeah, very disappointing uh,
5: result last night. Beating, uh, getting beaten two nil, uh, and quite comprehensively, to be fair. Um, Seventy-six points to six across the two games, and mm. um, I, I guess the the thing that hurts the pride the most would probably be being held to zero. Um, last night. It's the first time in Queensland, I think, we've been held to to blot. uh, And the first time in 27 years, guys, that Queensland haven't scored a point in an Origin game. So, very disappointing. But, um, look, you you really, as a Queenslander, you really need to um, take your hat off to the Blues and, and the effort that they've put in in these first two matches, given they've had to open the series with two games Uh, In Queensland, and they've done it superbly, and and they played a a very similar style of football to what they did in in Game One. Um, Queensland sort of stuck it to them early, but they just they kept at it and played a a great game of of footy, and they come up with a great game plan to beat the Maroons, and they and they did that really well.
3: I reckon we can probably get into the the lead up for the Queensland Maroons and their loss and things that have gone wrong, but aside from all of that, I think credit where credit's due, and. Matty, the Blues seal the deal by game two. Uh, and Cameron sort of mentioned they played similar to the way they played in game one. But was there ever an opportunity for Queensland to come back in this game? Blues are just proving this dynasty has really started.
2: Katie, I just couldn't see where Queensland were going to beat us. The, the bottom line was we had we have just an incredible side. 1-13, uh, to 1-17. So much talent aside, I I just looked and I thought to myself, well, how far do we have to be off for Queensland to win this game? Mm -hmm. Last night, Queensland's fate were in our hands, depending on how, you know. And look, to to sum it up, I'll say this. You know, years ago, we'd pick in the last 15 years, sometimes some pretty good New South Wales sides. And we'd think we're in a chance here. And they'd cut to the dressing room, Queensland dressing room, and I'd see Cameron and Thurston, and I'd go, oh, yeah, we can't win this game. Mm. And then last night they cut to the dressing room, and I look at Tom Twardowski and Latrell Mitchell, and I just say, we can't lose. Th- that that was it. like, w- there's just what they picked a great side, and uh, you don't win on paper. You've got to take it onto grass, and basically uh, the theory about how we were going to play, uh, they made it work, and you know they it, it was just it was just too much talent the side was perfectly balanced and uh, it's our time that's 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 the bottom line
4: cam what queensland needed in the uh, lead up to this game was the perfect preparation they got anything mm. but that how much do you think yeah. the impact of, of Reese walsh pulling out with the injury and then the fiasco around ronaldo impacted on the team performance
5: well, you know, if if I'm being fair to the Queenslanders, it, it would have played on their mind a little bit, yeah. given the the given the timing of it all too. So, Reece Walsh injures his hamstring in the captain's run, not ideal. He's prepared there all week and probably feeling quite confident with the position that he's at and where the team's at and their preparation throughout the week. Uh, and then Ronaldo Molitano gets called in, and then on the day of the game is is ruled ineligible. Um, so, you know, <laughs> unless you're inside that camp of the Queensland Maroons, you, you're sort of not sure what's going on inside their heads, but they they surely there would have been spinning. Surely. Yeah. You know, on the day yeah. of the game, um, a guy been, has been called in. He's had very little preparation. You know, al- although he was in the 18th and 19th man, he was in the squad and there around training. I doubt he would have trained a whole heap with the team throughout the week. Yeah. Um, so he's had a little preparation, and then he's told that he's not playing. And a guy that that has not been in camp at all, Xavier Coates, gets called in and is asked to do a a job on the wing um, for them. So, you know, there was plenty going on, but at, at no stage can we use that as an excuse because the way that New South Wales played last night. If Reece Walsh was there or Ronaldo Molitano was there, I, I, I dare say that still wouldn't have changed the result.
3: Yeah, I'm with you on that too, Cam. I, I find the whole situation. And I think you can both weigh in on this, um, whether you're a blue or a Queensland supporter, in mm. terms of the eligibility circus that is yeah. going to go on now. I just cannot believe it got to game day where yeah. you are telling a 21 year old he cannot play state of origin. Are you kidding?
5: Yeah, you're exactly right, Katie, and I'm, I'm not sure what Maddie's uh, view on this is, but given the circumstances, right, He, this is a guy that's represented Queensland on three separate occasions in the junior levels. Yeah. So he represented Queensland as a 16-year-old, as an 18-year-old, and as a 20-year-old. Now, I'm not sure whether there's confusion on his eligibility and whether he nominated to play for Queensland or not or where wherever that is. At some stage, he is nominated to play for Queensland on his NRL contract, and that was registered by someone at the NRL. Now, they've waited until the last minute when he's been named to play for Queensland to say, no, you can't play. Like, why wasn't this brought up at the start of the week when he was picked as 18th or 19th man with the small chance that he may play through injury and, and whatnot? And sure enough, that happened.
4: Uh, Cameron, it's come to light this morning that twice he's, he's registered NRL contracts that has said that the eligibility box for Queensland has been ticked. So that's who he yeah. said he wanted to play. For you shop. feel so there sorry for him.
2: I mean, honestly, on game day, surely whoever found that has got better things to do that, yeah, than exactly, pull through Matty. something and just go, you know, the kid's missed by a month or something like that. Oh, yeah. I just feel so sorry for him. Yeah, But
3: also that journalists follow. And look. I'm a journalist too. When somebody gives you something like this, you follow through because you think, okay, well, how serious is it going to be taken? This mm. took somebody on social media, a nobody on social media, to tweet about mm. it for journalists to then take it to New South Wales Rugby League. NRL should have just put it to bed, and yeah. QRL should just put it to bed.
5: Yeah, it should have been squashed. Like, straight away, and like, as Maddie said, like, seriously, some, like, you haven't got anything other than better to do than chase up someone's eligibility <laughs> for, for origin. Like, l- let's talk about the backstory here, guys, because I, I, feel, I feel really um, sorry for Ronaldo and his family, mm. and I feel a lo- quite embarrassed as a game of what uh, happened in this whole sort of saga. Now, this is a young man at 10 years of age, started playing rugby league in New Zealand. He didn't see a pathway into to becoming an elite rugby league player. So his family uprooted. They left all their family and friends in New Zealand to move to Australia to allow their son to try and become you know, a sportsman, you know, to, to live out his dream. They did that. They moved to Queensland when this kid was 13 and I think 10 months. Yeah. Now the rules say you have to be in at 13. He... He played all of his junior football in the Ipswich region um, and, as I said, represented Queensland in those junior um, systems in 16s, 18s and 20s. And now he's on the cusp of living out a lifelong dream and someone says they just took that away from him? Like It's just seriously, seriously. I hope that person that chased that up put their head on the pillow last night and realised they just took away a young man's lifelong dream to play State of Origin.
4: Even beyond that, Cameron, like the NRL could have used their discretionary powers and said, "Look, um, he's uh, technically he's ten months out, but we're going to waive that. Um, let's go with it, New South Wales, um, because he's registered two contracts already, um, as saying that he's eligible for Queensland and he's played for Queensland on three separate occasions. So I think they they missed an opportunity there. If we get to the game itself, um, Maddie and, and Cam, we we're all talking about Tommy Turbo and Latrell Mitchell after after Game 1, do you think that provided any sort of motivation for James Tedesco, who we've talked about now for three or four years as as one of the best players in the league, to come out and say, hey, guys, don't forget the old boy that's just 28 years of age?
2: Yeah, I think without a doubt. Um, Joey said something interesting to me on Friday. It's probably the one interesting thing he's ever said to me in the last like, 40 years. Honestly, what a dead shit. And, um, anyway... Mate, honestly, on Fridays, it's like semi-interest when he goes in there like on the show. And we had Liam Alexander come on and do the uh, movie of the week, which is the highlight of the show. And Joey came out and just said, I said, mate, you got anything to say? And he because he just sat there like a dead shit. And uh, he goes, mate, it's a shit break. And I said, mate, you've got this kid on who's doing it for nothing, does it for the love anyway. Anyway, so I just said, mate, I said, listen. I said, mate, it, it, I'm trying to bring in a new policy on that Friday show where you can't have anyone on the show who's got a lower IQ than the lowest scoring movie on <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, right? But anyway, back to... Um, Andrew said that uh, James Tedesco, uh, at the start of the year when Pappenhausen was just in red-hot form, and there was a few of the fullbacks you know, really just carving it up, and uh, Joey had spoken to Tedesco. And he said, geez, you're watching, uh, you know, Pappenhausen. And Tedesco just went, yeah, I certainly, I, I sure am. So what's that? he's, you know, he's a champion player and champion players always feel or always hear footsteps coming behind them.
0: Mm.
2: No matter how good they are, they always, that that's just something that's built into them. And his performance last night through the middle third, and the way he's added to his game, Tedesco, Tedesco used to be primarily a runner of the football, you know, behind on, on sweep plays around the back this year we've seen him play a lot more first and second receiver and yeah His first receiver stuff last night and just how you know he's he's fast feet and he's, and he's he's got clever hands now it was man what a handful
3: yeah he seems like he's so hard to tackle and can draw so many defenders
2: yeah. well Katie the other one you're talking about the best forwards in the first two games yes if you go back and watch the last night's game Isaiah yo was phenomenal. Is i tell you what he does. like It really showed me last night how he balances the football team he's in with with uh, Jerome and, and Nathan Cleary. In the fact that if you watch the crea- the creativity right through the middle of the field when they're going forward, it's also Isaiah. Yeo. He's in there. He just goes fishing. He's got he, little inside balls, short passes, fast feet, looking to play through the line, before the line. Mate, last night he handled a couple of sets two or three times. Yeah. And it allows Nathan and Jerome to just sit back. Organise, watch, and react. And Isaiah Yo, it, 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 yeah, last night really hit home to me um, how how effective he is through the middle and how he just keeps putting putting questions to the opposition defence. But how he allows the pressure he takes off Jerome and Nathan. He he was yeah, we- he was so good. Which
5: is which is um, the, exactly the same way he plays for Penrith, Matty, and 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 why he had to be there this year along with Cleary yeah. and Luai, and he probably goes under the radar a little bit being in and amongst yeah you know, a lot of the superstars, not only in this New South Wales side but the Penrith side, but the 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 work that he does through the middle as a link man for Nathan and Jerome, it just it does exactly what you just spoke about. He he takes so much pressure off those guys where because he's got the ability to run the ball as well, and he's and he's quite a big man. And he's a handful. He's an awkward style of a, a, a ball runner. Um, mm. So you need multiple defenders in there to, to tackle him. So when he's taking, you know, two and three defenders, you know, getting their eyes, that allows Cleary and Lou White time out the back when he takes that little overs run and then has a punch runner and then the halves are out the back. That just takes so much pressure off those halves so they can
2: just pick and choose what they want to do then.
4: mm Hey, we're dissecting. I, I must say, course.
2: Cameron, that uh, awkward's a d- bit of a dirty word in rugby league now. I mean, <laughs> you know, we saw the. Uh, you know, when you say awkward, is it like hard to handle, or is it awkward as far as heavy awkward? <laughs> 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 what about those um, goes blokes? Well, <laughs> you know, no, I'll, like
0: clarify oh, I'll clarify that. I'll clarify it. Hard hard to tackle. (laughs) Ah, Hard to tackle. uh,
4: That was awkward. Um, (laughs)
0: We
1: we are dissecting
4: (laughs) State of Origin too with a couple of the sharpest minds in the game. Cam Smith and Matty Johns. (laughs) All thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Uh, Boys, we've got to get to an ad break. We'll be back with more. You're listening to Breakfast with Katie and Jimmy.
1: You're listening to the best of Vossi.
4: Breakfast with Katie and Jimmy. Cam Smith and Maddie Johns right up until 9 o'clock this morning. Sports bets, a bet with mates. Start your group, bet together, share the moment. Conditions apply, gamble responsibly. I'm just having a look at the prices for game three of State of Origin. We don't know where it's going to be played just yet, uh, which ground. We think in New South Wales somewhere. $1.12, the Blues. $1.12, $6.50, Queensland. The line is 19 and a half. And the overs and unders at 44 and a half. So there you go, 19 and a half. That, I reckon, has never been seen before in a State of Origin game. Bet with mate. Start your group. Bet together. Share the moment. Conditions apply and make sure you gamble responsibly.
3: I don't like those odds. While you and uh, Maddie are celebrating this morning, Cam and I are in mourning with the rest of Queensland. But, Cam, moving ahead and looking at game three, hmm. what changes are you making if you're coach?
5: Well, I'm... Um we're hoping that Caelan Pong is going to be back. I I really do. Um, we just from the eye, it, it looks like we lack speed. Really, we just we cannot match the Blues with speed. Mm. And and I was really I was quite impressed with the way the Queenslanders started the game last night. They actually showed a little bit of mongrel um, early, and and what's needed in Origin to match. Match it with the best teams, and, and they did that for the first you know twelve to fifteen minutes, but then they just they fell away. They looked like they were, um, you know, quite you know, sort of tired at times. And when you know Cleary would kick the ball down on the last, yeah, you know, we had sort of three and four players not getting back behind the ball until maybe the third tackle, and we just couldn't sustain that energy that we showed early on. So, you know, where we where we really have been outclassed is has been out wide on the edges um, and you know a guy I've pointed out in the um, first mat after the first match you know Kirk Capewell I thought his effort last night was fantastic and I yeah. actually think he I actually think he finished maybe sort of as the top meter getter for Queensland yeah he did um, you know but here's a guy that he, he doesn't play in the centers he plays in the back row or sometimes in the ruck for Penrith and we're asking him <laughs> to defend against guys like Draboyevich and Tedesco and, and Latrell Mitchell. It's just, it just seems a l- unfair for him. So, mm. it, but then you look at the the options that the, that the Queensland coach and selectors have. There's very few people. There's very few players there to, to pick that are going to do a better job than Kirk Capewell. So, um, you know, the guys that are missing at the moment, obviously, um, Kalen Ponga, as I mentioned, we're hoping that he's going to be back. Um, he can add something to that back line. Reece Walsh, again, you know, strained hamstring in the captain's run. Not sure of his availability for, for game three. And Harry Grant, really, like, they're the three guys that are I think were unavailable at this stage. I, I, I just can't think of anyone else that we can pick right now. Mm-hmm. But certainly where New South Wales beat us was through speed of play the ball, the intensity in which they played in their attack, and the ability to get behind the ball early in the sets, where they got into position. They, you should Being at the game live, you, you can see the width. They, they play sideline to sideline, and they mm. just move the ball early in the tackle counts, move the Queensland defence around, And really, what they did, they just they just ran them off their feet until they had no energy, and then they, they make poor decisions in defence.
4: There's a question that's come in from one of the listeners here, guys. Should Queensland copy the New South Wales blueprint? Ponga, Brimson, and, and Walsh in the back line. So uh, that's something to consider like an AJ Brimson probably could play in that center position and you can put Capewell closer to the ball camp. Mm.
5: Yeah, that's right and and again Brimson's another AJ Brimson's another one who's who's been struggling with injury throughout this series so you know will he be available there's question marks on his fitness too. Yeah. Um but it's something that needs to be addressed you know you know playing a back row in the centers at this level he's just you know he's I feel sorry for him Kirk Capewell he's out there just trying to do his best but um you know in in those big moments he
4: just he can't keep up with those world class centers mm. Uh, there's another one saying, uh, is Cam available for game three? That's, that's from Davo. Hey, Dave, come on, mate. <laughs> I've
5: been any ideas.
2: Mate, I gave it away
4: in 17, mate. Come
5: on.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> don't wake the giant, Maddie.
3: Nothing like a comeback, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a comeback.
4: It's a bit late for that, Katie, I think. <laughs> uh, very good. Hey, we've got uh, uh, news to get to at 8.30. Maddie Johns and Cam Smith sticking around to go through all the uh, the fallout from uh, a record New South Wales victory. 26 points. Points to nil. Incredibly, the two games have been played at Queensland. The overall aggregate score, seventy-six to six. It's been such a dominant performance by Brad Fittler and his Blues. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. That's the open line number. If you want to have, give us a call and and speak to Maddie and Cam as well, zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. That's on the McDonald Jones open line. Remember, McDonald Jones sixty thousand cash discount ends June thirty. So you've got to be quick for that. We'll take a break for the news. We'll be back with more and, of course, uh, Cam Smith and Maddie Johns, our special guests this morning.
1: You're listening to the best of Vossi.
3: The oh, one, Jimmy, just giving me the eyes. Um, sorry. Yes, Simon Hill with my ears and Adam <laughs> Peacock with my eyes. Uh, just after, What I about go, with your
4: nose? What were you doing with your nose? Like
3: uh, smelling potato chips oh. and eating them. Very nice. Yeah, love Very some nice. carbohydrates uh, yeah. for state of origin. And we've got two greats on the line, uh, one goat and one comedian. And also... <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Matty used to play footy. I can't remember that. But... Oh, mate, the Jurassic <laughs> age, uh.
3: <laughs> Great no. defender, as I've heard you many times tell, uh, body on the line at all times. Yes.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, oh. zero four five seven seven three six uh seven three six we 're looking for the moment that sealed the game too Maxisil premium silicon sealant smoother faster better Maxisil.com. was there anything in particular that that stood out for you guys as uh, as a moment in the match when you went oh they 're hard to beat from here
2: I look i think uh, the one look the one i 'll nominate is the fact that uh Six nil, New South Wales. Queensland are on the attack. Mm. They're pressing. They've got a numerical advantage out on the on their right hand side, and and Latrell picks off the intercept, defends outside mm. in, and I think at that point, watching the Queensland players, it's one of those things when you when you go into the game, you think you know, in your own mind, you go, mate, we're up against it here. We've got to start well, and suddenly you find yourself twelve nil down. You go, yeah. yeah, and yeah. I, I think that just really for Queensland, that just that that that. I think that sealed it.
3: What about for you, Cam?
5: Yeah, I, well, that was a big play. And, and Latrell actually come up with uh, three big plays in that first half. But um, I'll probably go to his first effort where he forced Val Holmes back in goal. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which, I, yeah, in the scheme of things, that was huge because off the back of that effort, um, Addo Carr scores, I think, the first try. I think that's what how it panned out. But, yep. you, know, I, you know, I know Tedesco was named man of the match and he was fantastic throughout The entire 80 minutes, his involvement was huge. Uh, But the efforts of Latrell Mitchell in the first half, and Matty mentioned that intercept, where if he didn't take that ball, I think Queensland score in the right-hand corner. Yep. Um, The the effort that he showed and, and the three big plays that he come up with in the first 40 minutes really put New South Wales on their way to a really strong victory.
4: Mm. Maxisil, superior quality silicon. Get the perfect finish every time. Maxisil, smoother, faster, better. Visit maxisil.com. Just on Latrell, guys. And it's if you'd have said eight months ago that Latrell <coughs> would be starring in a State of Origin series under the coaching of Brad Fitley, you, you might have been forgiven for thinking you're reading a bit of fiction. Yet it's happened. He starred in both games. And it goes back to the way that Freddie's been able to Move on from the disappointment of last year and, and get the best players into this side. Do we, do we underestimate the impact that, that Freddie's had on this team, Matty, and, and, and the way that he's been able to bring people together, the best players together, and see New South Wales so dominant?
2: Yeah, Freddie's done a fantastic job. You know, Freddie, um, when, you've got a great, when you've got a great side and you look at those great, um, great, great Queensland sides that Cameron captained, in a lot of ways... With the coach, you just want them to not get in the way. Yeah. You know, sometimes and, – and I think what Freddie did, Freddie's got a side in, he's picked a side that had an established style. Halves and, you know, playmakers mm. dictate the style of the team. Yeah. And yeah. he's got Jerome and Nathan in there. They've taken that uh, – the the Penrith style, the play sideline to sideline, You use, use width for the football, and Freddie's got them in there. And just ha- – he hasn't done their heads in. He, he's just basically put the principles in place – and then let them play. Yeah. And, you know, that's New South Wales. I oftentimes believe that we've allowed Queensland to dictate the terms of state of origin. And last night, I was thinking about this game and I thought, well, Queensland will revert back to that underdog mentality. We'll run harder than you blokes will. We'll tackle harder than you blokes will. And the only thing that would have invited them in the contest if we wanted to play that way, the New South Wales st- uh, style, w- w- which we've always had success with, whether it be. Daly and Stewart or when Andrew was in there was width the ability to use the football and mm. and the side they picked allowed that
3: yeah you talk about the Blues halves and then on the other side of the story we've got the Queensland halves and a few listeners were, were pretty uh, harsh on DCE but for me Cam I thought Cameron Munster didn't have the opportunity to play like the Cameron Munster we know and there was jokes on social media saying send to Byron Bay and have a three day bender but in all seriousness <laughs> <laughs> where, where was he? You know, like, it wasn't the usual Cam Munster that we're so used to seeing and dominating.
5: Um, No, you're right, Katie. It's not. Um, But as Maddie will back me up, I believe here, you know, even the greatest players can struggle when they're not playing with good field position or a team that's um, got momentum. And, And that's what we've really, well, the Queenslanders have struggled with in the first two matches is that... New South Wales have done such a, a good job um, defensively. Like last night, like I don't know how many opportunities Queensland had to score points last night. Um, there were times when they were even across the line, yeah. and and they showed their desperation on on the try line and just that that hunger to not give up any points. Um, that that really shone through for me. But yeah, like he 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 hasn't had the series that um, I think all Queenslanders have have hope. That Cameron would have. Um, You've got to remember, though, he'd he come into that first game without playing a single match for five weeks. Yeah. Um, and, and again, this, I'm, not, I'm not making excuses here for Cameron or the Queenslanders, but he's, he's underdone compared to last year where he had a, a really solid year. he came come off the back of a grand final in the premiership and you know his confidence was high. And he, he as we all know, he had an outstanding game, particularly game three. Uh, in that series, which he was instrumental in, in, in winning that for Queensland. But, you know, you look at the Queensland side and there's a, responsibility falls on, you know, the number six and number seven. Of course it does. It does for every rugby league side and, and the spine to a greater extent. But, you know, the the other players need to help those guys too. And it just, it really, at times when... Queensland were attacking the New South Wales trial line. The sets that they constructed, they just looked disjointed and unorganized. And it was almost like an underage football, where it was just throw it to one bloke and hope he scores a try. Um, you know, so that's the, from a, from a fan point of view, that's the disappointing thing because you look at these players and they're elite players like Daly Cherry Evans um, and, and Cameron Munster. They're, they're two of the best halves in the competition. Yeah. Um, and, 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 yeah, you know, naming the rest of the Queensland side too, like they're all elite players. But on the on the other side of the, the field, the New South Wales team, they just every play, it's that they were asking a question every time they took a, a carry, and they were willing to put short passes together. Like their mm. forwards passed the ball, their halves like they they put two and three passes together. Nearly every ruck, um, it was just a completely different style of football that they played to Queensland.
3: If you both had to pick your Australian halves today, is there any ooh, question to look past Nathan ooh. Cleary as your number 7?
2: Well, uh, n- not me. I have oh, he's my 7 mm. without a doubt. I think at the moment he's in the argument for the best player in the game. He's mm. on the di- He's on the dais with uh you know Tom uh, Tedesco. So yeah, he's my 7. Maybe I'm biased. So. Who's your 6? Uh, look, Munster. Yeah, yeah Munster, M- Munster, uh, Munster's my sixth. You know, Jerome might be my 14. But, yeah, M- Munster's got the runs on the board.
3: What about for you, yeah. Ken?
2: Well, yeah,
5: Katie, like, you, you know, there's always talk about incumbency and, and, you know, Daly's the incumbent number seven. But of form and particularly this these first two matches of, of the Origin series, you've got to have Nathan Cleary there. There's no doubt. I, I don't think you get an argument from, from many people um, on that position.
4: Yeah. Uh, that's big coming from you, Cam. So um, yeah, that's a, that's a strong endorsement of Nathan Cleary. Hey, we're
5: going to yeah, take so a break.
2: You, you can imagine, Jimmy. That'll be. It'll end up in the paper somewhere. What? Smith slams. <laughs> Smith,
1: <laughs> Smith uh, slams. Daly. You reckon?
5: You reckon <laughs> that'll <laughs> reckon that'll make the paper mate? Oh, no.
2: I'm <laughs> saying you both have <laughs> another <I'm laughs> far out. It's a can't great say question. Thing <laughs> might, might be on the agenda at Curry High School. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're listening to the best of Vossi. You're listening to the best of Vossi.
3: And breakfast with Jimmy Smith and Katie filling in for Vossi. He's earned himself a week off being busy, busy man. But uh, we're going to go straight to the Transport Management Centre and Jamie Wallace is on the line. Hello, Jamie.
0: Good morning, guys. Uh, nice to speak to you again. Uh, we're I'm looking, uh, yeah, we're looking pretty good across public transport this morning, as you might imagine. Uh, lower than usual uh, passenger numbers. Uh, on the public transport system given the current health orders. No issues on the trains at the moment, but there is scheduled work on the T3 Bankstown line. So that started today with uh, buses replacing trains between Bankstown and Sydenham for the next two weeks. So uh, plan ahead there. And uh, there's also extra trains running on the T8 airport and south line to help get any of those commuters into the city. Now, uh, you can, of course, plan ahead at transportnsw.info.
4: Good on you. Thank you very much for that, Jamie Wallace there from the Transport Management Centre. I'd imagine it's pretty quiet this morning, of course Sydney been plunged into lockdown as well. Got some live footy going on at the moment. The Euro's the round of 16 in the 87th minute, Belgium 1-0 over Portugal. Earlier, the Czech Republic 2-0 over the Netherlands. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. one 1170 The text line 457 And for that person sending in the homophobic uh, text messages, cease and desist, please. That would be fantastic. We'd really all appreciate you. Absolutely zero chance of getting any cut through with us.
1: On Breakfast with Vossi, the casualty ward for Spinal Ease. Visit spinal Yeah,
3: and hey Brian Zaney, how are you with Jimmy Smith and Katie Brown this morning?
0: It's a bit tough waking up on a Monday morning after a late Sunday night, but yeah, big week ahead, so get stuck into it, it'll be good.
3: Absolutely. Um, Let's kick things off with State of Origin. The Blues sealed the series, but not without a bit of an injury concern over a couple of Blues players. First one, Nathan Cleary, his shoulder. Uh, Brad Fittler said post-match that it's not as serious as first predicted. Yeah,
0: look, I I sort of, we saw him clutching it in that second half, but some Eagle Eye fans pointed out to me that he actually suffered it really, really early in the first half when he made that line break and sort of lost the ball forward. He landed out with his arm outstretched. And the fact that he sort of, it looked like a shoulder subluxation, so that's a partial dislocation sort of where it doesn't shift completely out of the socket. And the fact that he had that and then another instability episode in the second half, And he did seem to come out with a bit of a brace on in the second half too. Look, subluxations don't tend to kick guys out for too long. But the fact that he sort of had a couple of incidents throughout the game and, and required the use of a shoulder brace means that there might be a little bit of shoulder instability there. So usually that needs at least a couple of weeks to sort of rehab and strengthen up. So with two and a half weeks until, um, until Origin 3 and the fact that Panthers have only got one game in between, he might be looking at you know, missing that one and sort of getting ready for game three. Mm. Uh, but he shouldn't be missing you know, too long regardless.
4: Mm. Uh, what about um, Tommy Turbo? I think Des was hyperventilating on the couch at home when he went, looked to go down with a leg injury. He was hobbling in the background but finished the match. Any update there, Brian?
0: Yeah, that didn't seem too serious, I don't think. Uh, he, he looked like he, he got up from that. It was uh, all hearts and mouths at that at one point. But, yeah, seemed to pull up okay and, and should be good to go moving forward.
3: Okay, that's uh, positive news for Manly then. And just on Reese Walsh, uh, the hamstring issue, how serious is that, Brian?
0: Yeah, thankfully only a minor strain. Um, he suffered at the captain's run, so it is late in the week. It is really tough to get up and down within a week, um, even with the most minor of hamstring strains. We've got a pretty high recurrence rate and stuff like that. So it'd be a bit of a surprise to see him play um, round 16. Uh, He'd probably more be aiming for the week after. Uh, You don't want to muck around with those hamstrings and and suffer a re-injury and then be out for longer.
3: Okay, fair enough. Oh, and I have to ask you, uh, that bum bag of James Tedesco's, (laughs) (laughs) is uh, is that necessary for a hip-pointer injury?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you and all of social media uh, seem <laughs> to be in in my mentions last night about the bum bag and colostomy bag and all the different suggestions. Mm. Um, but uh, no, just look—it's just some padding to protect his hip pointer. So, a hip pointer effectively is a is a severe bruise to the um, to the point of the hip. Uh, so, a little bit of padding will will help in in the smallest of fashions if he cops another blow to the area. So. Um, you know, it, it'll help a little bit. It'll be good for his mental side of things as well, worry about it a little bit less. So, uh, yeah, it obviously did well because he got man of the match.
4: Yeah, it didn't seem to hold him up too much at all, did it? Uh, good on you, Brian. Uh, Vossy back next Monday, so I'll be checking in uh, then, uh, and that'll be after Round 16 of the National Rugby League. Have a great week, mate.
0: No worries, guys.
1: You too. The Casualty Ward for Spinal Ease. Neck pain, headaches, snoring? Order your Spinal Ease pillow now. Spinal E-Z-E.com.au.
4: I love my Spinal Ease pillow. SpongeBob SquarePants is what my kids are calling it. <laughs> uh, doesn't look really great, but i tell you what, I've never slept better. So uh, just uh, Jack from Old Bars, this is the type of thing, or Jack Old Bar, this is the type of thing that we're, you know, this is where we're going. You may have uncovered Queensland's future origin strategy there with the IVF linked to racing, Jimmy. There are whispers on the dark web that after the Townsville results, Smith, Thurston, and Slater have been donating like <laughs> like rabbits. Oh, that's all I'm saying. Women of Queensland, a call to arms.
3: <laughs> JT has been asked many times. Has if, he? Yeah. I remember interviewing JT and asked what was the weirdest thing. He said he received numerous, right, numerous requests to have uh, women's babies, okay, well, for the women to have his babies, sorry.
4: <laughs> right, right, Well, I told you about Wayne Gresky and Martina. She yeah. did it in a press conference. She, wow. she, yeah. Um, by the way, so Queensland look like they're building a very strong 2045 state <laughs> yeah. of origin too.
1: You're listening to the best of Vossy. Uh, it's actually
4: breakfast with Katie and Jimmy and we're just about done up to nine o'clock. We've got our two special guests, uh, Maddie Johns and Cam Smith are on the line too. We're just looking through the Daily Telegraph. Headlines now, DCE must go. Cam Smith slams <laughs> Queensland captain. So they've <laughs> Oh, they've
3: got, no, wow. no, 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 they haven't. No, they uh,
4: haven't. Not yet. Not on, yet. Jimmy.
3: <laughs> Jimmy, I didn't actually believe that. <laughs> oh, my
4: gosh. You just never come know, Cam.
5: <laughs> Wait. Wait another three minutes. Okay, <laughs> yes, Yeah. that's right. I got ahead of myself there.
3: <laughs> Actually, refresh. All right, we need to get your unmissable moments. Uh, you won't miss a moment if you drink wise. Cameron Smith, can you give me your unmissable moment from game yeah, two? Yeah,
5: well, look, the, Katie, the game was done and dusted. Um, New South Wales had sealed the, the match already, but the effort of from Brian Tottle oh, on Kyle Felt, goodness. just that just summed up the way that New South Wales have, have approached these uh, first two matches and, and the 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 belief in, in the jersey and the belief in their teammates and the want to make a difference. Each player has wanted to make a difference. And, and like, Brian just could have – he could have allowed Kyle Felt to, to score that try. As I said, the game was was gone. But he, he got in there and, you know, he made it hard for Kyle. He grabbed an arm and made, forced the ball loose and, and it turned out to be a seven-tackle set, a 20-meter restart to the New South Wales Blues. So – to me, that just summed up um, exactly what, you know, the mindset and, and the approach that New South Wales have taken into this series this year.
4: And, and I think the other thing about that, boys, too, is the way New South Wales celebrated that mm. no try. It was like yeah. Toto had scored a try.
2: Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was, mate. You're exactly right. Mm. That what was it, hard to watch.
4: What about you, Maddie? Unmissable moment?
2: I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll, <laughs> um, there was a little moment um, there where they, they cut, New South Wales basically had scored a try, wrapped up the game. They – a cut, and I saw um, Jerome Luai just, you know, giving a little bit of giving a little bit of lip. And I, for me, like for, for me, that I don't have a problem with sledging, so, that, so long as it doesn't go over a certain line. But yeah. a little bit of lip, and for mine, Jerome, what Jerome and Brian To'o and those blokes have brought to the Blues jersey is they've brought some swagger. Mm. That's mm. what it is. And I know people get that there was that vision of him with Felice Cafusi with, with Jerome, and, but you know what? Professional sport, you don't you don't get to achieve anything unless you've got a bit of healthy swagger about you, mm. and that's that's what those two boys have brought to the Blues jersey, and I love it. I love the, I love To when they interviewed him on the on the news when Mick Fanning had nowhere turned up, and they said, well, "What was it like?" Because Mick Fanning turned up and said, "Mate, I'm a Penrith boy. I'm just so proud of these blokes. It's fantastic." And Brian, they asked him about McFenning. goes, oh, mate, it's unreal. He said, he just added me to Instagram, which is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, mate, they, they, those two blokes, have, they came into Fox Sports uh, a couple of months ago. And, mate, they're just champions. They're yeah. so good.
3: They are so happy-go-lucky as well. They're so grateful for the little things. I love it. Good ones there, gents. Uh, if you're choosing to drink, be sure to drink wise. You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. There was so much banter. Yeah,
4: yeah. Latrell and DCE were going at it, and just on that, the comment that you made, Cam, around the attacking structures of Queensland, and and mm. if we say, okay, Paul Green has come into this series and it's obviously mm. gone poorly for him, how much pressure mm. starts to come on a a, a new Queensland coach? Um, yeah, I'm not sure, Jimmy, where that would be at as far as the discussion
5: as um, whether a new a new coach is needed. You got to remember, Paul Green's just he's only coached his second game. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's uh, there's a lot of new faces running around in that Queensland camp at the moment. But, um, you yeah, know, that'll be raised for sure. You know, th- it always happens. It happens week to week in the NRL and particularly in the representative level um, in origin. If if you have a poor series as the coach of the, the losing team, then your your position is questioned. But, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to think that he's, he's going to get another opportunity. Like Tough He's only job. just started out. Like it's, it's hard yeah. to say to a bloke, "Hey, listen, you failed in your in your one and only opportunity. Yeah. You're gone." Um, you know, and, and it all a lot rests, I guess. On I'm sure Paul Green, and I'm making this comment without actually talking to him. I'd I'd assume that Paul would like to find a, a role in the NRL sometime too. So a lot depends there. If if a role comes up for, for Greeny in the NRL, then that automatically rules
2: him out from being the Queensland coach. Mm. Mate, if you were like, you know, take over Queensland at this point is very, mm. very tough because not only you haven't, you know, Smith, Slater, all those players have, have retired, is that you've got New South Wales coming into an era which I think will prove to be our greatest ever origin squad. So poor old Greeny, like, like I was just watching the press conference before. He did. He's just sitting there, he's got, he, mm. you know, his head was just like the Japanese flag. It was poor bugger. was just it was bright red. I just think, mate, honestly, I didn't know where I you were going. Mean, it's a, it was, a t- mate, it's a tough job at the moment. Yeah. Very difficult. Yeah,
4: it's a good point you make about that, Matty. I was looking at the ages of some of these key players for New South Wales. Latrell's twenty four. Tommy T twenty four. Jerome Luai twenty four. Brian tottle twenty two. Cam Murray, twenty-three. Yeah. Nathan Cleary's twenty-three.
3: Hmm. They're babies. Yeah. Oh, no. jo- Joey and, and, said
2: the other day. Yeah. Joey said, "Mate, he goes I, if he said I honestly believe that um, Nathan Cleary will end up. He'll go past myself and JT." And I said, "Are you serious?" And he said, "No." <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, very good,
2: very good. Hey, hey,
4: boys, where should they play game three?
2: Oh, I'm biased, Newcastle. I, yeah. think, I, I think the Townsville, uh, taking the game to Townsville was fantastic. Uh, it just brought the city to life. And I think they should do the same. Newcastle would be exactly the same. Uh.
3: I don't think yep. it's safe with that report from Carriguru School.
2: Yeah,
5: yeah. Oh, I'm with Matty, I'm with Maddie, guys. If 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 the game can go ahead in New South Wales, um, yeah, take it to a regional town like Newcastle. It's fantastic. I was lucky enough to play a a test match there, and the you know we all know how big rugby league is in the Hunter region. Yeah, and it would just be enormous, especially with the New South Wales team. You know guaranteed to, to lift the shield in front of the, the home fans would be fantastic. If not, you know, we could always play game three up here in Queensland. <laughs> <The Twitch. laughs> oh. yeah. I can sort of... We'll, we'll take it to Logan. I
4: can sort out a ground there. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, uh. we'll, pack, we'll pack in Logan Brothers.
5: Yeah. Sounds
3: good to me.
4: Very good. <laughs> hey, boys, it's been fantastic to have you on the program after an origin, uh, uh, and we we'll look forward to doing it again. Have a great day. God Thanks, bless. guys. Uh, there they are. Cam Smith, Matty Johns. Uh, fantastic. Um, thank you, KB. We're done. We're done. First wow. show's done. We'll be back from 6am tomorrow. Breakfast with Katie and Jimmy. Make sure you stick around, though. 1170 seventy SEN. It continues. Adam Peacock up next with The Morning Show. Have a great day.
1: You're listening to The Best of Vossy.